Praise the Lord, everyone. Well, it's good to be in the house of God, and it's a great honor and a privilege to stand before you and to share the Word of God. Um, so I hope I won't keep you too long. I had a different message prepared. It was more of like a, it was going to be like a teaching, but I thought to go a different direction. So um, I just want to just talk a little bit about trials. You know, um, you know, trials are designed to give, um, you know, to help us build endurance. Because, you know, if you think about it, the things that you face today, you would, you would, you wouldn't have been able to face them five years ago. Because every trial that you face builds you for the next, strengthens you for the next one. And um, God has a way of talking to us and, and encouraging us. Um, sometimes the process is not always delicious, is not always delightful, but God has a way of um, helping us. And so... You know, I think of trials kind of like, I'm not very good at maths. Um, yeah, if I try to do anything to do a match right now, I'll fail miserably. So, But, you know, I can do one plus one very well, you know, do ten. You know, every, if, if it's even numbers, I'm okay. But when you start to add odd numbers and even numbers, things get a bit complicated for me, so... But, you know, trials are like that. You can solve, you know, we tend to like, the little ones, we can handle them. But the, the you know, the hard ones, sometimes you fail the hard equations, you know. You fail them, then you have to go back again. And sometimes you fail all over and over again. But eventually, you know, you get the answer. And that's how sometimes trials work but um, yeah I just want to talk a little bit about you know um, we're not all um, yet the finished product so we are on a journey we're on a process and so um, so the message we, uh, that I have for you today is called the finished product um, so let's just pray and ask God to be with us Dear God, thank you, Jesus, Lord, for every soul that is here today. God, I just pray, Lord, that, God, you would use me to encourage someone here today. God, to help them know that you are beside them in spite of what they're going through, in spite of what the experiences are they experiencing at this present hour. God, help them to know that you are in control in the Lord in due season, Lord, that they shall reap if they faint not. And so, God, we pray, Lord. God, and I just pray, God, Lord, have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1 says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of, seeing, of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. And verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, 
so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it, by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him for before the, his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God verse 6 says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him so many times I can't even count on my fingers you know how many times of the thought of you know the phrase or the term throwing in the towers we know that's from boxing when someone is getting beaten almost you know blood gushing everywhere you know their coaches would normally throw in the tower they say now you've done enough damage and they stop the fight you know sometimes it feels like that you know sometimes we just want to give up because that's the easiest thing to do um you know and the times when it's been so hard and i and i just we just find it hard to see the positive side of things um you know and and to be a little bit more personal there are some of some of us you know today we can't just see the positive side of anything some of us we wake up in the morning and we wish that we could just keep on dreaming because that our dreams, you know, we wish that our dreams were reality. You know, it's easier when you're sleeping and then when you wake up, you're like, oh man, I gotta go to work. You know, I gotta go to work experience. Oh, man. Ah. But, you know, we wish things were that way. You know, the affliction that is upon us and the enemy, you know, is always on our toes. There's no space, you know, for us to... It feels like there's no space to breathe. No time to think or do anything. You know? Because he knows something. Each person in this building is so unique. And God loves you and me. The Bible says we were created in the image of God. There is something about you and me that is so unique. And with the help of the Lord, I want to help... Um, I want to help us to see that today. You see, I've come here not to undermine what you are going through, your tribulations, your trials. Um, you see, for you to be here in the presence of God, it clearly shows that you want to make it. You want to be where God wants you to be. Even though in your flesh, it, does, it feels like that's the least place you want to be. It is so simple to stand up and tell someone that they are going to be alright. Telling them that everything will be alright, but at the same time, we don't have the faith for our own trials, tribulations, and struggles in our lives. Each one of us today, we have dreams, we have visions, or a picture that God has given us. And He wants to fulfill that. Instead of it 
just being in your mind, God would like you to see the full and complete picture, the, uh, your dream come to come true or your vision to come to pass. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 2, we read, says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the, elder, the elders obtained a good report. Faith is the substance or the foundation, or some can say the core of our hope. The evidence of things not seen, which means I can't see it because it exists here and it exists in my heart. In other words, I've got this idea. I want to, you know, I want to make some. I want to make something happen. But there is a process where there is the gathering of materials. And I, I remember when I used to work at um, KFC, KFC. That's right. Yeah, I used to work at KFC. I I made this. The manager allowed us to make free food. Um, he was the nice manager. He allowed us to make, you know, a burger when he wasn't very busy. So I ended up making this burger that was about this high. And so I took it to him and I said, do you think we could put this on display? And I told him, you know, I like to call this the Eiffel Burger, you know. But, you know, I was when I was making that, making that burger, I... There was a process, you know, I had this idea in my mind and then I had to think about what had to go in between and what's next and until I had the finished picture. And it's like that with faith as well. You know, we can only we we can only th see through the eyes of God, but then there is a process where you know, through life and through experiences, God helps us to gather the the material through experiences, God gathers materials and things like that to build us and to get us to where he wants us to get to the finished product one perfect example comes from no one else but God himself in the book of John it tells us in verse 1 that God in the beginning it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the word word is translated from the Greek word Logos, which means plan. And so if you read all the verses in between, John 1, 1, all the way to verse 14, it will show you that God had a picture in his mind, an idea that he wanted to express, and he did something about it. He had this picture of us living in eternity with him. We know that from the fall of Adam and Eve, sin entered into the world according to Romans five twelve. And it says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. God was always in action trying to reach out to his creation. The Bible says, In him was life, and that life was the light of the world. He shined that light upon darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. He sent a man by the name of John to bear witness of that light, but he was not that light, but God sent him to preach about the light so that the world can believe that there is hope. So God is doing something, and in, in his mind, he has always had this picture, knowing that the world would reject his prophets, bit them, and, uh, 
beat them up, stone them, and persecute them. And so finally, in verse 14, it says that, uh, in verse 14 of John chapter, chapter 1, it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. See, without faith, we cannot please God. If you read Hebrews 11 verse 6, it will tell you that you cannot please God without faith. And also that your diligence is important because God rewards those that keep searching, never giving up. They don't throw in the towel that easy. Also says we can't please God. Um, yes, he says that we can't please God, yes, without faith. It says Enoch by faith was taken into heaven because he had this testimony that he pleased God. How do we please God? With our faith. The word there is faithfulness. When things get hard, we just have to stick at it. We just have to be faithful to the house of God, to the things of God. We have to, um, we have to be faithful to His word and to the body of Christ. Faith is also required in order for us to be saved. It's always required. I remember a few years ago with my team, we were uh, flying to Sydney, and it was uh, a very exciting time for me. And um, but when we were on that flight to Sydney, you know, I think there was like there was like um, kind of like a storm. And so we, um, I'm okay. I'm not very terrified of flying, but that one particular flight really uh, reminded me that, you know, you're not, you're never always safe un unless if you're on the ground. So in that flight, there was so much turbulence, and and you could hear the lightning and thunder, and and um, the clouds were everywhere. You couldn't even see. You know, man, as like, are we gonna land into? to um you know i was just i was very scared i looked at my friend next to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone in that flight was very i uh, was terrified <laughs> yeah and um you know the pilot made an announcement saying that we were going to experience heavy rain but thunder and, and strong winds as we landed in sydney but you know <laughs> um he let us know before that happened but we were not really prepared to handle that experience. Um, and I'll just share a little bit to you about a story. And, and I'll make sense of what I'm trying to tell you. I remember in the refugee camp, um, sometimes my mom would send me to go buy groceries or whatever. And um, sometimes, you know, I'd get really excited because it was normally before lunch or for dinner. I get excited, but then I'd always forget that, you know, in Africa, dogs are very different compared to here. Over here, you see dogs; they wanna, you know, want you to pat them and rub their belly. They wanna lick your feet. But in Africa, they're hungry dogs. They wanna eat. So every time I, every time I tell, I say to my mom, "Yes, I'll go." But then when I reach halfway through, I remember. I would always forget when I reached this one 
area, the dogs was about six or however many that were just sleeping there. You know, they were always waiting. And um, yeah, you're lucky to find them sleeping. But when they are awake, you just have to start running from home until you get to the shops. And I always used to do that sometimes. But if they en- end up chasing me, sometimes I'd have to climb a tree. And then I have to wait for, I don't know, however long until the dogs ran away. And if I got to the shops, I'd have to, um, there was another area, there was another, there was uh, like three more dogs. So I'd have to keep running until I'm like right into the markets. And then coming back, I'm like, I'm not going back, taking that, ro- that route. So I'd always like think of taking another route to go um but then there was only two routes, um, you know, is it either that one that's, you know, much shorter or the longer route. But then the other route, you know, I always used to forget as well. They used to have a baboon on that route, and that baboon used to chase people. You know, Brother Jonathan and I were in Botswana, and we, we had a chance to see baboons. And uh, those things are not very good looking. They're very scary. One of them yawned. Its teeth were about this long. When it looked long, and, and, and you know, and it was every time, even if I decided to take that route, I'd always have to run as well. So either way, you know, I still had, I was, I was still going to get chased. But, you know, it's like that with trials as well, you know. Sometimes, you know, we're going to run into things. You know, there's going to be a couple of dogs ready to, you know, waiting to devour you. But someone once said to me, there is no shortcut in life. If we want to take a shortcut and bypass any experiences that we don't want to go through, somewhere down the road, you're going to run into those trials again. Until we learn to stand and face our trials, we cannot be strong and we cannot overcome so we have to stand our ground and trust that God will deliver us a trial has a beginning a middle and the end you know first peter chapter 1 verse 6 to 7 says wherein ye greatly rejoice though now for a season if need be ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations but the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Sometimes, you know, God asks us to do things that, that don't make sense because we're human. You know, like that woman... You know, with just a little bit of meal, she was ready to serve that soul to her son. Basically, after they ate, they, you know, they would die. That's what, you know, that's what they, they, uh, that's what, that, that's the, that was the situation for them. And then here comes this prophet that's been walking for a couple of days, saying, you know, um, just, saying, oh, you got to feed me first. You know, don't worry about, you know. And 
And but you know, it's amazing. It's uh, it always astounds me the faith of that late uh, that woman, how she believed God. And you know, we have to just hold on, even when things don't make sense. God knows the end product. He knows what He's doing. On the other side of the struggle, you know. Praise God. The Bible says that, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to His purpose. Praise God. Praise God. And I know people in the world use these scriptures, you know, um, and and they, they use it, but it says to those that love God. It says to those that love God. Praise God. And I believe that you love God and that's why you're here today. I remember watching a video a, lo a long time ago. It was by this. It was a Christian musician. And um, he was talking about... And he was just having a conversation with his friends and he said this with this really like really stayed with me and so I, I want to ask you that same question too so you know I, I don't think any, any of us here ever just grabbed a handful of like plain flour and like shoved it in our mouth and you know some people are crazy enough to do that and I, I know people that can just grab an egg and just crack it and and eat it plainly <laughs> without salt or pepper. You know, that's it doesn't really doesn't really make any difference to the flavor. Um no one's ever really you know sometimes you know you get hungry, you go in the freezer, there's nothing to eat. I don't think any of us have ever just grabbed the one of those um you know, um, bowls uh, of butter, and you just grab a spoon and you start eating it. Yeah, nah. No, no one can. You know, you gotta put it on toast or something, but you can't have it plain with some jam. It helps. You know, no one, no one just, no one ever, you know, just takes a whole a handful of sugar. I mean, sugar tastes nice. It's sweet, but. It's not good. You just grab a handful and shove it in your mouth. It's not good for you. But I can guarantee you, I don't eat much desserts, but we've all had cake, right? We've all had cake. And it's like that as well. You know, God has this way. He has all these ingredients in our lives. And there is a process where He mixes all those ingredients and you know when you're mixing everything it looks it looks terrible it doesn't look very appealing and then there is also that process where you have to put the cake you know in in the oven for it to bake and then at the end you get this tasty looking cake and trials are like that as well god uses that process that same process to mix all these painful and things that we go through in order to make us into the his image in order to build us and to deliver us from whatever 
we are going through. Praise God. Praise God. See, we have an, 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 we have an enemy of our souls. But we also have a king. And he has all power in heaven and on earth. I believe each and every one of us in this building, you know, God is working on us. And if we would trust in Him and be patient with Him, God will come through and He will fulfill His purpose for our lives. See, we cannot come up with a master plan, admire it, and then that's it. See, God is always in action. Even when it seems like he's not up to anything. You know, when you think about Job, you know, Job said it, it seemed like, it, seemed, it felt like God forsook him. It felt like God has basically just turned his back on him. But God was preparing to bless him so much more than once he had what he had before. What it what seemed like it seemed like Job was losing everything, you know. You know, I mean he lost his wealth, he got sick, his you know, his family, and then on top of that, his friends started telling him, Oh, you know, you must have done something, you know. They were judging him. But in through all of that the Bible says that in spite of what Job went through, he never cursed God. He never cursed God, but he remembered one thing. In spite of his trials and his tribulations, Job said, Naked came I into this world, and naked shall I return. You know? And he said that blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. And I want to encourage you today that God is in control. Things seem very tough and, you know, sometimes you, you know, like I said, you feel like you just want to sleep forever. But this is the world that we live in today. You know, it hurts, but it won't hurt you. Someone say that. It's painful. But Paul says that I may know Christ in the fellowship of his suffering and the power of his resurrection. Before there was a resurrection, there was a death, you know, the, there was a crucifixion. There was that painful process. And then there was a death, and then there was the resurrection. And that is always the process for every child of God. And everyone is at different stages of life, different stages of their walks. And God deals with all men accordingly. But I want to encourage you today, hold on to hope. Don't give up and just believe that God will come through. Praise God. The Bible says that he that begun this work, he will finish it. Praise God.